Almost 48 years ago, I stepped into a whole new world. The air was different. It was stifling, heavy. One of those brief periods of sunshine during the monsoon. The red mud was thick and stuck to our stateside boots. Phantom jets rattled our core while we strained to hear some sergeant giving us orders to form up and wait for our gear. Maybe what I remember most from that first day is how a company of Marines looked when disembarking from the helicopters. They were coming back from a mission, and they looked different. Different from us. Not because they were grungy and wearing combat gear. It was how they looked if your glance caught their eyes. We were a whole plane load of FNGs, fucking new guys. And they were combat Marines who had just gone through some kind of hell. Even though we all were about the same age, they looked in a strange way, like they were much older. Staging in Da Nang, Vietnam took a couple of days. We got our shots, received our rifles and web gear, all the things we needed to go into combat. My new orders came down to proceed to 2nd Battalion, 3rd Marine Division. I climbed into a 4x4 for the trip north. Eight other Marines clambered in with me. We rode in the back of the open truck to the Marines' Camp Carroll, near the border with North Vietnam. This was the day before Thanksgiving, 1966. On arrival, I reported to Weapons Platoon Foxtrot Company, which was about ten miles from Camp Carroll. F Company was stationed around what the Marines called the Big Tent, a small mountain about one mile south of the Demilitarized Zone, DMZ. I thought this peak rising above the jungle flatlands looked more like a big tooth jutting out of the jungle than a tit because of its steep sides. Our company occupied bunkers that were somewhat evenly spaced around the entire circumference at the base of the big tit. In front of the bunkers facing the jungle was a tangle of concertina wire and claymore mines. By the time I slogged my way around inside the maze of wire and finally checked in with my squad, I was really sick. As sick as I could ever remember. I had cramps that would practically double me over, explosive diarrhea, and hot and cold chills. This caused my teeth to rattle. Once I found my bunker, I crawled up on a sandbag ledge and listened to rats fighting inside the walls. I watched flooding from the torrential monsoon rains cover the bunker floor. I hoped I could fight off the cramps until nightfall. If you had to take a crap during the daylight, some unlucky marine had to go with you through the concertina wire, past the claymore mines, and then stand guard while you dug a quick slit trench and did your business. Nobody wanted to die standing guard over the FNG with the screaming eagle shits. I heard one of the old salts say that although everyone gets the Screaming Eagles when they first get here, I had it pretty bad. Corporal Morris Franklin Dixon escorted me, reluctantly, out beyond the wire late in the afternoon, when I could no longer hold back the cramps. I remember Dixon to be an intelligent, thoughtful individual who was married and had a little girl. For some reason, he didn't share with anyone at the time He had dropped out of medical school and joined the Marine Corps. Dixon was a kind soul when I needed one. 
Several months later, I heard he was killed somewhere near Quang Tree.